Welcome to Create the Flow, a podcast to enlighten, inspire, and encourage other entrepreneurs to create their rhythm, process, and unique success story. Why go with the flow when you can create your own? Hi, everyone. My name is Monica Freeman, and I am the CEO and founder of Monica Freeman Studios. We are an innovative and luxury brand and creative agency. I am also your host for this podcast. Before we get into today's topic, you guys, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who tuned in to my first episode last week and all of you that gave me a five-star review. That genuinely means the world to me, so I couldn't have done it without you, and I appreciate you so much. Now with that, let's take all of that excitement and positivity into this episode today because we are going to be discussing how to organize and reset your life for success in 2021. Now, I want to preface this by saying that in order to have success in your life, you must first create healthy habits that become routines because routines are what is going to keep you on track each and every day. I'm going to give you every single tip that helped me to become successful in my business, and these are the things that I do every single day. If you do them every single day for the remainder of this year, I guarantee you will see results and you will be successful in 2021. Now let's just jump right in and talk about what those 10 things are. Tip number one, wake up and do something that either motivates you, calms you, or inspires you daily. Now how we break that down so it applies to each and every one of you is simple. If you are the kind of person that likes to wake up with high stamina and really get your adrenaline going, I would recommend waking up and doing a workout. However, if you're on the flip side of that and you are the complete opposite and you really need to center yourself, balance, slow down and clear your mind, I would start my day with something more calming like a meditation. And then if you are like me and you really like to wake up with that go-getter mindset, challenge yourself, tackle all of your to-do lists and really take on the world, I would wake up and do something that inspires or educates you like listening to a podcast or reading a book. I actually apply all three of these things to my day every single day at different points throughout the day. However, I always start my days with a podcast because I love listening to other podcasts in my niche or something relating to entrepreneurs because it always keeps me in that mindset to keep going and it starts my day on the right foot and that is exactly where I want to be at 6 a.m. So whichever one of these three things is more your speed, I would highly recommend waking up and doing one of them every single day at the start of your day. It single-handedly changed my life overnight, and I assure you it will change your life as well. Tip number two, create a realistic list with no more than five things you need to accomplish that day. Now, the goal, you guys, is to aim to complete three of them. Even though I know we have way more than five things on our to-do list, it can become overwhelming when we see a to-do list with 10, 20, 30, maybe 100 things. And then we don't know where we're supposed to start and where we're supposed to end because it's so crazy overwhelming. So when you create a realistic list and you prioritize it, you can focus on those things at hand. And to make it even simplified, I would actually go to the point of creating an outline for each one of those tasks on your to-do list. What I personally do is create an outline with a start, middle, and end. And I work my way down. So I start with task number one. I create my outline with a start, middle, and end. And I start checking it off as I'm moving down. And then once it's completed, I take it off my task list and go to number two, three, and four. This keeps me from getting frustrated and stressed out and overwhelmed throughout my day. 
It also gives me realistic goals that get accomplished and I start to see that bigger checklist getting completed a lot faster. I no longer look at it as 100 things to do. I look at it as five things to do each day, aiming to get three of them done. It's very important that you guys take your to-do list and simplify them because it will really help you get more accomplished in your days. Tip number three. Tip number three actually has two parts that go hand in hand, and that is allocating time one day a week for you to do nothing but focus on self-care. Now that goes without saying, we all need self-care, but most of us don't take an entire day and we definitely don't take an entire day weekly. We might take one a month or once every two months. If you're an entrepreneur or a CEO, or even if you're working for somebody else at this point in your career, it's likely you're probably taking care of everybody around you, including your business, and not focusing on yourself. The thing that we sometimes fail to realize is that We lose consistency and we slow down when we don't take a full recharge and reset our bodies. We start to feel guilty. We punish ourselves. Our business and our health take a toll. We're not our best version of ourselves, so we can't be great for other people, whether that's in business or personally. We actually suffer from not taking that time. So we will work more effectively and more efficiently if we actually replenish our bodies, its nutrients, its wants, that mental stability, all of the things that your body is craving. You have to give it all of those things and ample amounts of those things. So I would encourage you guys with tip number three, to really focus on that one day a week that you take for yourself for self-care, whether that's Netflix and chill, spending the entire day with your family and enjoying that time together, going on a hike, walking your dog, taking a bath with a glass of wine. Whatever your self-care day does, definitely take that time for yourself so you can be better for your family, better for yourself, and better in your business. Now, as I said, that has two parts. The second part of that is simply just taking consistent breaks daily. It's really important that we take time for ourselves through each day as well. I'm not talking about a working lunch break or a call on the way to pick up our kids from school. I'm talking about an actual break where you don't consume anything but things that you are excited about. Yes, we can be excited about work. However, we have to shut off work every once in a while. You cannot constantly run on the energy of work and that adrenaline. You really have to take time for yourself to decompress, to clear your mind, to take care of everything that you need to do throughout the day so that you are not getting frustrated easier. You're not finding yourself stressed because you're not getting everything done. And so that you can actually prioritize things in your life that are important that are not work-related. Your overall business will suffer, as will your health in this same situation. Just like your self-care day, you need those 30-minute to an hour breaks daily to get you working at your highest self, your best self, and the best capacity. So tip number three, you guys, allocate the time each week and each day for yourself to be the most prosperous and the most successful version of yourself so you can be healthy and happy and be better for other people as well as yourself. So find that work balance, you guys, and allocate one day weekly for nothing but self-care and a couple of breaks daily for just yourself. Tip number four, stop aiming for perfection and just start somewhere. This was something I struggled with for years, so I understand how difficult it is to retrain yourself. However, perfection does not exist, you guys. Perfection is different for everyone. What's perfect to you may not be perfect to me and vice versa. So my best suggestion for you would be to focus on good or focus on great and lead with that and start somewhere. 
The problem is when we are so fixated on being perfect in business and perfect in life, we oftentimes pass up the chance to do anything because we can't find perfection. We never reach that level that we're actually satisfied with. And then we never launch our product. We never release that service. We never actually give all that valuable information we had to the people who could benefit from it most. So if I could encourage you to do anything, it's definitely to retrain your mind not to focus so much on perfection. Just start somewhere, launch that good product, launch that good service. Really start with what you have to offer and build on that. You will never reach perfection if you don't start somewhere. And again, as I mentioned, perfection is different to everybody. So what you think isn't perfect could be more than perfect to somebody else. Don't hold yourself back trying to be too perfect. Start with what you have, start somewhere, and build on that. That is number four, you guys. Stop aiming for perfection and just start somewhere. Number five, consume productive content, not busy content. Busy content is exactly what it sounds like. It's content that is designed to keep you there and never actually benefit you in any capacity. You will never make any money. You will continually waste time and it will keep you busy at the expense of you and your business, but never actually profit from it. Let's retrain our minds and learn how to consume productive content. If you are addicted to social media or you really just need an outlet to consume your time during that free time, that's fine. But consume productive content. Productive content is anything that inspires you It educates you, it motivates you, it calms you. It does something that adds value to your day and helps you scale your business and or make money. Now, there are ways to consume productive content in a positive way, you guys. However, you have to know exactly when you are consuming busy content and stop the bad cycle of consuming that. What happens is when you are consuming busy content, you are actually playing into somebody else's business. So now you are investing into somebody else rather than yourself. You're actually helping them scale their business and make more money the more time you spend consuming that content. What you're trying to do is be the person that is producing the content that you want people to consume, be addicted to, and stay on so that you can actually increase your value scale your business. So when you learn how to consume productive content versus busy content, you're actually doing your business a favor and making more money because of it. Get in the habit of breaking the cycle of not consuming busy content and only consuming productive content, which I should mention you guys, if you are following accounts right now that actually bring you down, that don't inspire you at all, that make you feel worse about yourself, that's a good place to start. Stop following those accounts. Follow things that brighten your day. Follow things that make you laugh. Follow things that inspire you and keep you on track. But don't follow something that's going to leave you in this place of despair that makes you feel worse about yourself because that is a very hard place to come out of. And again, you are just feeding into their business model, feeding into what they're doing and making them get richer while you get poorer. So just focus on consuming productive content versus busy content. And I promise you, you will get more done in business and your businesses will grow from that. Number six, repurpose rich content across all platforms to save time and reach a wider audience. Most of you know, we do not all consume content in the same ways. People like different outlets. For some, they like YouTube, others like podcasts. Then there's people that still like to read blogs and people that like to scroll through Instagram. That's why it's very vital that you repurpose all of your content across different platforms so you can reach a wider audience and it will save you time because now you're creating one piece of content that you can repurpose across all platforms. 
The best thing about rich content is you can repurpose it time and time again. I'm guessing that most people don't go back more than three to six months on your social media platforms. So if you have something that was really beneficial to your audience six months ago and your audience has since grown, you can actually repurpose that same content and share it again. Because if it's rich content, it will be applicable to anybody at any time if that is what they are searching. A very simple and easy piece of rich content to use as an example would be anybody that's searching for how to monetize YouTube or those people that want to learn how to grow an Instagram following. That will, for the end of time, be rich content because people will be asking that question for years to come. If you have the answers to questions people have and you can provide that value, share that across all of your platforms. That is rich content. It will save you time and it will reach a wider audience. I'm actually taking this podcast episode, creating a YouTube video with it, as well as a blog post, and I'm going to share it in my Instagram feed. So I just killed two birds with one stone. Now I've got multiple different platforms that I can share this piece of content over the next week, and I can actually focus on the things I have to do for my clients in business and get work done and not think about creating content every single day. So focus on creating rich content. All of this valuable information can be applicable to many people share it across all of your platforms, save yourself time and reach that wider audience while you're focusing on all your things that you have to do for your actual business to continue to grow. Tip number seven is creating boundaries. Now, typically when we think of creating boundaries, we think of creating boundaries with our clients, with our friends, with our family. But in this instance, I'm speaking about creating boundaries with yourself. I don't know that anyone's actually thought of creating boundaries with themselves before, However, in order for me to be my most productive self, I had to set boundaries for myself. I had to give myself a time to shut off every single night and start to unwind before bed. Because if I didn't, I would continue to work all night long through the wee hours of the morning and never go to bed. I also create boundaries in my day-to-day, in my life, with clients and family and friends as well. However, I create boundaries for myself. It goes back to that self-care day, you guys. I force myself to take a self-care day because I know my business will be more productive because of it. You have to create healthy boundaries for yourself to be your most productive self, to be your healthiest self, to be the best version of yourself. It is imperative that you create boundaries. This one goes without saying. There's not much I need to elaborate on. Look at your inner peace. Look at your business model. Look at your day-to-day. See where you can create boundaries. Apply those boundaries to yourself. Really set rules for yourself and stick to them. And you will be so happy that you did. Doing that has changed my life. All of these tips have honestly changed my life. But really setting boundaries for myself and allowing myself to unwind and take the time for myself has really helped me tremendously and it will help you as well. Once you figure out what boundaries you need for your business model and your life, you will find that together you will have a healthier work-life balance. Tip number eight, clean your desktops, get rid of everything unnecessary in your phone and organize and declutter your house. Most of us do this regularly. We don't have to be told to do it. However, if you are somebody who has 50 items on your desktop and your hard drive is not organized and your phone has 5,000 photos, text messages that are unnecessary or apps that you are not using and your house is a mess, I cannot emphasize this enough. Declutter, declutter. When you stay organized, you can work more efficiently, you can get more done, you have better sense of time management and everything just feels easy. What happens is when we have a mess of our lives and everything is so disorganized, we become very stressed out and then we can't find anything. 
And it's a snowball effect from there. One bad thing happens and it leads to another and it's just rolling down the hill. When you stay organized and everything is clean and decluttered and you know exactly where things are, it makes your life so simple. It makes you so happy. And it's literally the simplest thing to do to keep you in that peaceful state of mind. Because if you're anything like me, one little thing can set you off in business because you have 200 things to think about daily and you just want to keep everything as easy as possible so that you're not rushing around and your day is not getting thrown off into left field. And when you are a cluttered mess, it will throw off your entire day. Have you guys ever spent a couple minutes looking for your keys? How frustrating that is. That's kind of like what it feels like when you're trying to find a file and your desktop is a mess, your hard drive is a mess, or when your house is a mess and you can't find anything that you need for the office. Keep your desktops organized, you guys. Throw out all that unnecessary stuff you don't need in your house and clean up your phones. Simplify your life. Simplicity and minimalistic living is sometimes the best because you don't have all these little hiccups and things hanging over. You can just get stuff done and it's so much easier. Tip number nine, stop scrolling and start working. Okay, you guys, we are all guilty of this. Everybody gets that little notification weekly that lets them know how much time they've spent on their phone. That should indicate if you are spending too much time on your phone and if you need to stop scrolling and start working. If you are somebody who gets distracted very easily, I would suggest putting your phone away, maybe for an hour, maybe for two hours, maybe more if necessary. Don't go through your phone and start scrolling through social media unless you're on a break. And if that's how you want to consume your break, so be it. However, when you're on the clock, when you're working, because if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you want to become an entrepreneur or you are an entrepreneur. So you are the one that's going to make your business money. So you are the one that has to keep yourself accountable. And when you're not working, you're doing something else that's keeping you from working. If that thing is scrolling through social media, stop in your tracks, reprioritize your focus, and then shift that energy over to work. I understand everybody needs to take a break now and then, which is why this was listed in one of my tips, and that is when you should take a break. If you find yourself scrolling through social media and you're scrolling for minutes to hours, you definitely need to find something productive to do, which then I would go to tip number one and find something that motivates, calms, or inspires you and get off social media. Definitely don't waste your days on social media, as we discussed before, helping other people get rich while you don't make any money. Focus on yourself, invest in yourself, really get serious about what you want and tackle that. When you do burn out, take that time for yourself to clear your mind and figure out why you're getting burned out. But don't distract yourself with more things that are going to cause you burnout. You are the owner of your life. You're an entrepreneur. You're here for a reason. Only you can keep yourself accountable and only you are going to make yourself money. So take care of number one because number one matters and that's you. Tip number 10, stay ready. One of my favorite quotes ever is something to the effect of, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. That's a quote from Will Smith, who I absolutely love, and I live by that quote. Have you guys ever had an opportunity present itself to you and you weren't ready, so you missed out on that opportunity? Or maybe you took the opportunity, but you weren't ready, so it didn't work out as well as you thought it would? That's what happens when you're not ready. However, when you are ready and you stay prepared, anything can happen. The early bird catches the worm, you guys. When you stay ready, you are opening up the possibility to welcome everything. You accept opportunities that are coming to you because you're always prepared for them. I like to forecast things. I like to be ahead of the game. I like to keep everything ready to go because when I'm ready, I know I can welcome anything into my life and I'm prepared for it. 
I highly suggest staying ready so you don't have to get ready, you guys. To be successful in 2021, you absolutely have to be ready. So take all of these tips and apply them to your daily routine. Stick with them. And I assure you, when we revisit all of this in the end of the year, you will be successful and prosperous. This is your year. This is my year. And together we are going to capitalize on everything we set out to do to be our most successful selves, both personally and in business. So that's all I have for you guys today. Those are my top 10 tips that I recommend that will help you scale your businesses. They will absolutely help you feel better, work more efficiently, and you will thank me later because this has literally helped me scale my business and become successful. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Keep those tips in mind every single day and you will be successful. I will see you next week at the same time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Create the Flow podcast. My name is Monica Freeman, and I hope to inspire you not to go with the flow, but create your own. Follow along on Instagram and Facebook at Monica Freeman Studios and at Create the Flow podcast on Instagram.